my wife, she had just at five o'clock, she'd finished. Hey, everybody, welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. It is episode 185. Zach, how is it going? One step closer to the end. Okay. Andy? Uh, one step closer, and I'm about to break. Scott? <laughs> it's too much pressure to take. How's the gout? Jeff? Very well. How's the doubt? Well, the gout is good. The gout's doing good. Yeah, there's never enough time for me. I gave you a second, but I also love how Scott just, we've got a shotgun blast of an episode today, mm. and Scott's like, I don't care if the music's playing, I'm going to talk. I'm talking. I'll talk right over that. We got to get it going. Yeah, yeah, there's no time. No rules. Okay, well, let's just fast forward. I'm drinking Waterloo and gin. Oh, nice. Black That's cherry great. flavor. Oh, BPA free. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the least expensive at Target. Really? Wow. Zach, what are you drinking? I got a Stone IPA. It's a classic. That's great. Uh, Scandy? I don't have anything. Uh, Scandy has nothing. Scandy just finished coffee Mm -hmm. a little bit ago. I know Scandy is being pretty clean these days. I I do have... um, What's that? Ooh. I have an Ashland hard seltzer. Oh. It's on the lighter see, end. Let me see that. I've always seen that, and it looks, it looks refreshing. This, this guy's good, too. Pine. Same brand, Blackberry yeah. Lemonade. Ooh, Ashland. Blackberry Lemonade. Mm. I think I'll do that. Can mm. I do that? Yeah. Do Is it. that okay? Can I do Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Scott, do you want Can this or a beer? No, I'm going dry today. Pineapple. Yeah. I do have a strawberry Waterloo. Oh, there you like. go. Is what that because it, you're what, gout? It's non-alcoholic. Pass. I'll skip it. Yeah. yeah, the strawberries. Not the yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, I I just kind of bailed on Whole30. Uh, not totally bailed. Well, good for you. Just ta- just like, I can't I can't live that hardcore. I've got to enjoy life a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right around the time you get your first rage issues. Well, I don't know about you this time. You haven't mentioned rage. Oh, when you're on the diet. But the yeah, couple times I've right. gone strict clean. And by the way, I've never done Whole30, all 30. But you do strict clean for long enough, and you start to hate everything and everybody. And you got to power through that to reach the other end when yeah. you, you settle into a routine and it's fine. But those initial, uh, man, there's like rage poops, rage, rage at the kids. There's rage put poops. rage in front of everything, mm-hmm. and you get you get mad at your poop, rage boner. <laughs> yeah, f you poop. Um, That's right. Yeah, no. The key is that you got to just put like yummy snacks around that you can have yummy. I don't use that word a lot. You have to have snacks that are on the list. Uh, speaking of being mad at your poop, did somebody fart? Did somebody poop in here? It does. Actually. No, I can, I, I can you answer this. No, down. <laughs> I, so when I went in, went in the, your, your first story, uh, down in the kitchen, the first of many, where listeners. everybody is, yeah, where everybody is congregating. You pooped. Your wife said, uh, I apologize. We're cooking broccoli and it uh, smells like farts and other stuff. Yep. And I'm That's like, it is. Yeah, that okay. is it. And it's lingering up to the second floor. Yeah. So, so you put one in that fart jar you bought from that girl way back <laughs> and you brought it into this room and released it. Thank you. Cup of poo. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, good stuff. <laughs> this has been Bros Bibles of Beer. I have Zach Rattle. <laughs> it it is uh Scott. How's the finances today? Scotty's back. The, oh, we're, in the bi- we're in the business section. Is that what we're of doing? Uh, yeah, talking finances. Uh, the Dow's no. the Dow's we're do down. Twenty seconds of uh, Dow's down seven eight hundred. Is that a signal uh, 
worked for the end. Could that be considered a yes. biblical plague? You knew where I was going. Um, well, one of the seals is inflation. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So we we see inflation now. Is it directly in, uh, related to the seals? Wait, can, that's a separate can you, question. Okay, me, that's your 10 seconds. Can you give me the biblical <laughs> bona fides for also, that? Also, the other seal is poor uh, foreign policy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the four, third or fourth. I like that, Andy. The third or fourth seal. So this is like Revelation chapter six. Uh, and it says the wheat, uh, a quart of wheat for a denarius and a, a some, a something of barley for a denarius. And so a denarius is basically a day's wage. So it's saying like, essentially, I think what it's saying is your whatever you earn in a day. Shit expensive. Can only buy you your day's food. Oh. Nothing ooh. else. So it's like that type of. Yeah. Uh, type of inflation. I think we should. Yeah. You should generally try to avoid seals. They can be rapey. The, okay, it's a, I don't know if that's a good segue. Also, who <laughs> broke my Amazon stock? <laughs> oh, yeah, Amazon was down. Uh, so good news: oil is up. <laughs> this morning, I wish I, I wish I owned Exxon. Uh, I'm going uh, getting off at El Toro this morning because uh, you know McDonald's is there and they're selling coffee for a buck again. And I'm like, got to get up there. I look across the way as I'm exiting Chevron, $6.09 for super unleaded. Welcome to California. Yeah. For anybody who lives in- We're in uh, the movie I Am Legend yeah, at this point. Texas or anywhere else. You just just I'm, thank your lucky stars. I remember that uh, the movie I Am Legend, Will, F- Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Smith. Yeah. The I, other- I like it. Will Ferrell is the uh, white- Will Smith. Um, I've heard them talk to each other about that. But that I remember seeing, I think we're above the gas price. No, they might have been in the sevens. They were pretty high um, in that movie, I Am Legend. Oh. sort of a zombie movie where you're, you're supposed to see the prices like, wow, the world really turned to shit because <laughs> gas prices are above $6. And this is like in the d- relatively distant future. And now these days in California and everywhere, it's high. It's relative, depending on when you live, but wherever you live, gas is high. Yeah, and even uh, Arco is five twenty nine. Arco is five twenty nine. This has been a this gas well, segment. Yeah, there we go. By broccoli, <laughs> it smells I everything see, up. Now, would you guys it brought say to you by broccoli? It all stinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, is could coronavirus? I'll start with Scott. And then everybody else, don't think too hard, okay? Oh, okay. Could coronavirus be be considered one of the plagues <gasps> that some of the people are... You did. A lot of end times Bible people these days are talking about you're, there's going to be plagues that will be a sign. Is the coronavirus a sign? No. Are you asking if people are saying that or if we think that? Oh, I'm about to tell you people <laughs> are, it, saying are you that. saying... Is it true? Like, oh, is I it true that people are saying that? No. <laughs> would you? Is it true? <laughs> Does that appeal that to you? That people say. <laughs> <laughs> no, not enough people died. Wow. Okay, that is true. What if? What if I died, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just one person. Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> well done, Scott. Tree falls in the forest. You were not. Because what about the Spanish plague? Um, flu. Spanish flu that killed a whole bunch of people, like thirty percent of the people what about in the Europe. Spanish fly, that 
probably cause some STDs. Yeah. <laughs> which can kill. <laughs> which can kill people. Yeah. I, I did see Greg Laurie was asked about, is this the end times? And of course he, he believes in general, it's been the end times for a long time. Um, he's of the rapture theology, predestination, not predestination. Nope. Confusing things. You know the thing, guys. Tribulation. This Biden pre-trib, moment brought pre-trib. to you <laughs> pre-trib rapture, and um, and he definitely he mentioned. Well, if if coronavirus isn't a plague, I don't know what is. And I'm I'm thinking, okay, let's let's think about the Exodus plagues. Like, what would be a plague to a biblical writer? What would the biblical writer be thinking about? Yeah. And I don't have them all written down, but I know there were locusts. It just just destroying everything, destroying crops. Mm-hmm. You can't go outside. Frogs, um, darkness. There, there is that Democrats. picture of Putin riding on a horse with no shirt. Yeah, he could yeah. be one of the riders. He the, could be. He was on a horseman. horse, a pale horse. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. I do think that w- the outcomes of oh, cron- fir- firstborn dying. Sorry, another yeah. one. Yeah, firstborn. Yeah, uh, the blood of the the now not river to turning denim- the blood, not to diminish. <laughs> not, to, not to diminish English is my second language tonight. Uh, coronavirus, no diminishing there. It a lot of people are are affected by it in in the worst possible way. Um, but generally, for the average healthy person, it's statistically not something to worry about. Um, so plague. It feels like it feels like we're reading things. We want it to be the end so bad, so then we interpret anything that could be in that wheelhouse. We interpret that as a thing, and it feels a little yeah. narcissistical to borrow a phrase from Pirate Christian Radio instead of eisegesis. Narcissus, like I you read Jesus. yourself into the text. I saw Jesus. Well, yeah, like one of the one. one of the things it's a it's a significant event. This this uh, virus here for sure, uh, and it's seemed to be global. So it's most respiratory viruses are. Yeah. Now I do think the the reaction to Corona could play into end time scenarios. Um, got more government control. Uh, Governments giving up their power to a central governing body. Those, those probably are more, more in line than the virus itself at this point. If you had complete, unequivocal, accurate knowledge that we were in fact in the end times, just imagine that that's satisfied. That that question is satisfied. It's, and you know it. And it, and it is I don't true know if I accurate. have that good of an imagination. Let's just Andy. say you know it and it's true and it's accurate. <laughs> um, would you live differently? And if so, how? The, well, it, you guys want to? It'd be like spring break every season <laughs> for me. For me and mine. Miami Beach, woo! <laughs> I'd be like, this, this is a great question. Um, is it? Uh, I guess I guess I would. I'm, yes. I want to say that no, I'm living the way I should now. But if if I got like a terminal disease diagnosis and it was my end, I'm sure there's a lot of shit I would change about the way I live my life 
and or and or the perspective that I I had on uh, life in general and, and amongst other people. What's one thing you'd change? Oh man, well, well, the petty stuff. The the I get I get pretty upset about generally trivial things. And when I reset myself and I, I, I can recognize that, yes, this is definitely a first world problem. The fact that the QuickBooks online is not loading like it should, even though I pay for the best GD internet in the universe. Um, when that stuff happens, like I get like maybe those, those little things where you literally get angry before you check yourself. Maybe I just wouldn't get that angry about, you know, I, I wouldn't, stupid arguments with kids or family, like all those little menial things would probably fade away. And you just have a, a reset of your perspective. And I think, um, it's a good, this is a good, uh, thought experiment because I, I do think the end times people that are focused on the end times and for the listener, I used to be hyper-focused on the end times. I got a lot of family that are convinced Jesus is coming any day. I hated when you like Jeff. You ready? I mean, it's right now. <laughs> and I love you. Ready? <laughs> I love these people, but I think mo- at, at at best, like seriously, again this week. It's it's the end times again. Hey, it's one day no. closer, Jeff. <gasps> that's well, why. That's, true. that's why I said it. That's why I said it at the top of the show. <laughs> um, at, at best, it's a, dis- a distraction. Is there anyone you would punch in the face, <laughs> <laughs> Scott? Dang, you, you better you run, have cancer, buddy. right? <laughs> 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 Just, not, not that I know of. <laughs> Actually, everybody has precancerous cells, so uh, yeah. technically I'm precancerous. Could you imagine that the Make-A-Wish Foundation got that request? I would like to punch <laughs> my doctor right in the face. I, I bet they have. <laughs> uh, so for, for futurists, those who think that the, the majority of the things in Revelation, for example, are yet future, um, one of the... Um, and then also Matthew 24, one of the main events, especially for Christians, would be uh, persecution. And yep. it's you know, something that's called the Great Tribulation, and it's persecu- pers- persecution that has never been seen before to, this de- to that degree. So if, yeah, I, I, if we were in the last days, let's just say. What would uh, you do differently? I, that's what I would be preparing for. Um, what does that mean? So probably getting away from people, um, trying to be self-sufficient so you don't have to rely on the government because then you have the, uh, the mark of the beast. Putting on some Ronnie James Dio and heading for the freaking hills. Yeah, because the, the mark of the beast, that's, that's a significant event as well for, for Christians. Um, if you're not, if you're not if, a pre-tribber. If you're a futurist. <laughs> if you're a futurist. That's what you're talking about. That, that's, yeah, yeah. As the premise, yeah. Okay. I, I started that. Yeah. Yeah. My default position, just for the record, let the record reflect, point of clarification, is that... Uh, the honorable man from... Rumpf. <laughs> is that uh, uh, anything... Like, I assume... Like, I still have a hope for some sort of second coming, but I tend to think most of the things that Christians read in as our future were written for those people at that time and uh, we're robbing them of that if we make it about us. So I generally don't have the futurist perspective 
if there is an end, I can't control it. I just want to love well in the moment. And I, th- I think the danger of end times fascination is that it can be a distraction from loving people well, the way Christ loved people. So, and Andy and, and Jeff, have you guys said it? You haven't talked yet. No, Jeff. Oh, you'd like me to go first? Yeah. Well, technically Second, third. third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, between the two of us. So the question is, if it were... If you had absolute knowledge that we were, in fact, in the end times... Mm-hmm. I do love this question. What would you do differently? Well, first... I would want to know, did it come from Fox, CNBC, <laughs> or <laughs> fake news? That's what I'd be like. I've been programmed the last two years to be like, that's that's all fake. If it- Marjorie Taylor Greene told you that she had expert <laughs> intel, oh, and Lauren Boebert was with her, and they uh, said, I don't even know who that end. is, but <laughs> the first one I do, the second one I don't. You put them there. Uh, I, I would... I I don't think I would do anything different. You'd still go to school and still teach? Um the question would I would I keep would I continue working? I guess I guess it's all relative to what is the rest of the world doing if if civilization is broken down well, then you know there's not going to be a, a classroom to be teaching in. If uh, if I'm going to work just to kind of keep, you know, the people. Okay, sc- screw it. I'm not. I'm not going to the. I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm going with my family. <laughs> and we're gonna, I'm going. I'm going. Oh. I'm, if it's the end times, and I is it around the corner? Is it a week? Is it a day? Is it a year? Is it you don't know? Oh, sorry, it's three thousand years, and it might be more. I mean. That is the kind of the point of we're a day closer to the end times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If there's some time frame like these. Uh, That's a great clarifying question, Jeff. Neither of these guys answered that. Ask that one. So you could be living you, in the mountains for years. Yeah. Usually I get in trouble for asking clarifying questions. Maybe you, so. would, you might die in the mountains alone but I mean, long before. So end, let's say it's so the end times, end times last seven years. End times. Seven years. Oh, good. Uh, Typically, end times could have started when, you know, when Jesus was crucified and was gone. It was like, we're in end times now. Well, seven years. There's a couple of things Jesus said that allude to the fact that he thought the end was coming. Paul for sure thought Jesus was coming back. Certainly. Very soon. Uh, And he didn't. Joseph thought he was coming back in a minute. Uh, So. Seven years. Seven years. So, so so things haven't fallen apart yet. It's the beginning of this period. Well, I, yeah. can, I can, but you know that it's it's right around the corner by your every, absolute does knowledge. Ever, is it just is it just Ooh. I that has that knowledge? God <laughs> yes. damn it, Jeff! Uh, as you're, far uh, yes, you has that knowledge. So <laughs> yeah, every everyone around you is like Jeff. You're crazy. In the back hills of West Virginia, is just <laughs> I that has that. Knowledge. You would probably stop. You would stop getting your hair did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the rest. I don't know shit about the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the world is gonna is continuing on as 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 they are. They're they're oblivious. I like. I think love, you're crazy. Is, is me knowledgeable? 
I love this modifier to the question. It's it's even better. You're the only one. You're like okay, Noah. Yes. Now, Noah, and everyone's a, yeah, a scoffer. Yeah. Okay. This now that changes things yeah. a whole lot. What are you going to do? Uh, because. Would you tell us? Oh my gosh. I would adding on to your all all of us. I would, I would tell everyone in this room on the podcast. I would, I would share it on the podcast. So 14 of you out there would also get this information. 14 million listeners. I, I would suck it. Rogan. Obviously our families would all know, but then you're relying on I, uh, Jeff, who likes to get a rise out of people and is like a little bit of shock value and be like, really? That's great. That's so funny. Okay. Hey, Zach, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like you, you would dismiss it How and would, it wouldn't even uh, matter. Okay. So I would literally. Can I put water just be, on this fire? I would just be living. Um, I would just be living. I'd probably stop going to work. They'd be like, why are you going to work? I'm like, no, seriously, seven years. <laughs> I, I they'd be like, you quit your job. I did. In fact, it went out and burned the, burned the school down. Just start <laughs> racking up, <laughs> racking up tremendous debt everywhere. You're like, I don't care. It doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> I'm like opening Whoa. credit cards. Then, every day. I, can have, I can have 20 balance transfers for cash. <laughs> and then we get to like six and a half years and Andy's like, Oh shit. My calendar was wrong. Jeff. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's like another 30 years. I missed a zero 70 years. <laughs> oh, it's 70 wait, years. Andy's the one giving me the fake news <laughs> as we're making up this story as we go yeah. along. Yes. Yeah. I'm, now for the record. Oh, wait, go Andy. You, you're too. Oh yeah. Uh, uh if it's seven years, uh, yes, for sure, quit the job. And um, yeah, I think there's family, friends. We we travel. We enjoy ourselves. I ooh, I don't know if I'd tell a lot of people. I'd put a plug in Old Faithful. <laughs> I don't know if I do. Just for fun. Jeff, know, you can't put your penis in that. It will burn off. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to... I, not if I shoot first. Not to be selfish, but uh, I wonder if the world exists. I wonder if the last seven years end up being better if people don't know that it's the last seven years. And you got to you have to assume that the majority of the people aren't going to believe you. Oh, anyway. absolutely not. Well, um, but then true. again, it the context matters. So how this comes to be matters. If your story has validity in that why would it's kind of like the female witnesses to Jesus in the tomb like why would you include those details if they were not true because there would be some there would be some description that someone who actually was privy to this knowledge that we have 7 years and then there's this extravagant detailed story that people are like, how long did you think about this? Like, it's true. They're like, it almost seems like it has to be true because of the details of the story. And Rachel Maddow told me. God, I'm trying so hard not to cuss right now. But at this point, (laughs) Jeff, she's growing her hair out a little longer. Yeah. So it's displaying Rachel Maddow's hair is longer. They were seven years. We got seven years. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I, Sorry, Rachel. I wonder. I, I, I wonder if the world would function better if they, if they all knew. I, I think that there might be. It might throw the last no. seven, seven years into chaos. Yes, I agree. And uh, so maybe I would tell a few people. I think I would tell. I would tell this inner circle. I think there could be chaos. There also can. I think there would be pockets. And I would, I'm hopeful there'd be more pockets than more good pockets than bad pockets of people rising and coming together to, uh, to shine a little more light in the world, uh, to the best of their ability. But so it's the end time. There would definitely be chaos, but the end, the end of the world and, and Jesus is coming back and, and I know that he's coming back to judge the quick and the dead. Because uh, the flip side of that coin is how many people do you try to tell, for lack of a better term, convert within that time frame? Well, I hope, hopefully as many as you can. This is stretching um, my imagination now, definitely. Yeah. Okay, definitely, uh, because... Because Zach doesn't believe in conversion, so... Well, no, and, that's exactly and, what I was going to say. Thank you for finishing my sentence, And the Scott. idea of telling somebody, Andy... <laughs> It is just it's the same as it is today. You you have to actually create some relationship to then share that. So you would actually be investing in I mean, if that was the if that was some objective of yours, the question would be like, Well then why haven't you been doing it? Now you found out that we got seven years and so now you're gonna start working uh, you know, towards converting people. Um ultimately I mean, yes, you could do that, but still, you can't just walk up to people and say, "Hey, you got seven years; you should accept Christ um, <laughs> and live, you know, a better seven years." Um, ultimately, you've got to build relationships and 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 gain leverage in friendships and sincerity to actually have you know some weight with that individual or individuals or families or whatever it is that you're trying to convert. So. If that was the objective, there yeah, uh, the same work that is yeah. now is will would be then. Well, there's no shortage of people who stand on corners with signs that say the end times are near that nobody listens to. That nobody listens to. Yeah, it might could, not be the best yeah. tactic uh, to start out with because you got to earn trust. Yeah, but you don't think people end. get converted sometimes. I think if if it was if it, the news was that dire that things were re- even if you don't have like the bibl- like the biblical and I'm still imagining this scenario because I don't I don't believe this is how the world ends. Uh, I, I believe it could end this way, and we would bring it there. There it wouldn't be God bringing the end because I believe that, that humans could destroy the earth. We have that in our capability. But regardless, in this template, this um, mind experiment, I think if it had gotten so bad and the people running around freaking out that don't have the Oh, it's because the end is near and Jesus is going to come back. Um, people probably would believe a little more the the street preacher or people. Maybe it's not the caricatured street preacher that you see in the in the movies. Maybe it's somebody like, hey, like I've I've got some answers. You know, like come come to me. I think there would be people would be more prone to believe that than today because today, like I I could be on board with somebody talking in a in a bar about God. I feel like I would need some more short-term predictions from that person for me to accept that yeah. one. I'd have to be like, okay, 
Well, who's who's going to win the NBA Finals this year? <laughs> Not the Lakers. <laughs> and then I'd be like, surely this man is a prophet. <laughs> yeah, is there going to be a baseball season? Yeah. Uh, well, so I guess, yeah, instead of maybe instead of saying, oh, the world's going to end or something, it would, maybe it could be pointing out these signs that you see happening yeah. that line up or that the Bible has predicted or, or predicted in the Bible. Yeah. And the world ending actually is not a, is not biblical. Right. Right. Cause we'll be, we'll live new, on right. the, new heavens, on new, the earth. new earth for eternity. Yeah. However, yeah. And, I, and I actually agree with that. Um, I believe that that's what the Bible teaches now. It does. However, there is, there is a, a lot of people in the end times camp there's a, a guy with a big following and I don't remember his YouTube channel channel name. I almost don't want to give him credit. Nicholas Cage. But it was shared shared to me. It might as well have been shared to me. Uh or somebody mentioned him in talking about maybe this is when Jesus comes back. Maybe it's com- coming very soon. And this individual, it's re- regarding Israel, it's based in Israel. Um, I, I went, I was just scrolling through his YouTube videos, and one of them was about is God, a God of war. And it was basically one of like a short clip he pulled from a bigger sermon. He, he preached where it's like Jesus came in in humility and self-sacrifice for salvation back then. But when he returns, our God is a God of war. And I will, I will say I might be different. I might be on an Island here or you guys can tell Mm -hmm. me what you think or push back, but um, that's pretty offensive to me. I mean, I'm not offended at him. I know a lot of people believe that. I just, I think it's just, that's the worst version of God is the type of father that's like, do as I say, not as I do. You love your enemies, but eventually I'm going to destroy all my enemies. Um, And I just think there's other ways to interpreting the end that involve that sword coming out of his mouth and revelation being, uh, being the sword of truth in the gospel. He thinks is an actual sword. Um, Well, yes, I think so. He would say it's a it's a metaphorical image of basically that all that blood that's mentioned in Revelation, like he's destroying his enemies, um, anybody that's against him. And I think uh I think God's a little better than what we can do. I think that's the way the world operates. We see it today. Um peace through uh peace through violence. And I I just think that the example of Jesus on the cross is the eternal example of the way God does business. I find it. Fa- yeah, go ahead. I find it fascinating that pretty much Jesus is like, just let let the world do what the world's going to do, and I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and what I'm going to do is is true and right and good, and anytime the idea of end times coming up, it's always because the world is burning itself on fire. And, and so people turn to, oh, this is the end of times. It's like, actually, if, if, if Jesus is in the world, Jesus is just wandering down a trail, not a part of the world. And if people ran to Jesus, it's the end of the world. It'd be like, I'm just having a really nice walk right now. But the world just sees, or people, they, they, why do they look to the world to decide if it's end times when 
the world is gonna they're gonna be doing they're gonna be doing end times every year because things are terrible in their life because maybe they just don't have Jesus in their life. Well, we have to look to the world. I mean, that's that's all we have, and we and so we looking at what is predicted in the Bible, not like, the peace of Jesus. Well, okay, but then, then you Which you would peace? just you would like not even have end times in your mind at all. You would just be like, oh, a peace of Jesus. That's interesting. Yeah, but that's not what the Bible describes. Like he's there. There are signs given so that we can look out for him, so that we can we can start to be prepared for him according to an interpretation of Revelation. <laughs> And uh, it's probably held by mo- most so so the people so the people that it was written to in 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 your view Zach the people that it was written to it was written to them so that they can be prepared for what's going to happen right yeah so for- so that would that would go that kind of goes against what Jeff's saying so but if it doesn't apply if it, if it's not limited to them and it applies further down the road like to us or or beyond that same that same principle would would apply like. It's written to us so that we know ahead of time and we could be looking out for it. Yeah, I think... I, but I guess, we make up all... Ki- I mean, the world makes up all kinds of stuff. Like, we, cre- we create stuff, and then when it's going to crap, we're like, end times. Right, but but sure, the people people do... bad. They have bad interpretations all the time. That doesn't discount that the Bible has written something, then we should try to understand it. Like literal locusts. I'm with you on that. Ne- literal locusts need to be just everywhere. Well, I'm. I'm um, I don't know about. Every, I'm with you, Scott. Right? I'm. I'm with like trying to understand it. I'm totally with you. Yeah. Like I've. I've never wanted to understand stuff more th- than I do now. And let me let me throw something out there. Just wait until seven, seven Scott, years from now. <laughs> I think Scott will agree. Like I we. I we may disagree on how much of the Bible is written for our future, mm. and and I, I would put a lot of it as it was written for them then, um, and that's fine. But I, what I think, and I think you'll agree with me on this. the The motif in Rev- Revelation, a large part of it, is counter to Babylon, and at the time, Babylon in Revelation is a stand-in for their purposes of Rome. And so I think potentially, for, I think for them, it's, it's provide, it's like kind of a propagandistic anti-imperial, anti-Roman. It's to provide hope for them then. Right. We're getting really deep, which I like. Right. But, and so I think for our purposes now, I think you can make a strong, very strong argument. Like the anti-imperial thing is a universal thing. So in our context, what we see in Russia, with Russia and Ukraine and with nation building that America has done. I know that's for a lot of people, that's America's the good guy all the time, but America is a, a version of Babylon. It's empire. Russia is a version of Babylon. It's empire. It's the way the world gets things done through conquering. And maybe it's like, yeah, America doesn't go out and conquer people. It's like, we got 800 military bases all around the world to, protect and expand our interests. So maybe it's not always military conquest, but it's definitely financial conquest. And I think the Bible has something to say to watch out for that type of behavior. Cause that is the way that's the way of the world is that version of empire. And I think Jesus version of empire is very different. If he was of this world, he would call down angels to destroy his enemies there on the spot. 
but his kingdom doesn't operate like this world. And that's what, if we are Christians, and mostly I am, uh, we are called to do is to be those little Christ, those little little Christ ambassadors. Well, that's what we're called to do. But so like going back to the whole God Because uh, God that's of- what God is like. And that's, at, and I'll just finish it off by saying that is, that's where I am at. And obviously we're different and I'm okay with that, Scott. <laughs> I guess you have to be, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Unless I kill you right now. <laughs> um, but, but going back to the God is a God of war, uh, Jesus talks about the wrath of God. Um, and it's, it's throughout the old Testament and it's, it's in the revelation uh, that, that God is going to bring wrath and he's going to bring judgment upon the world. Paul talks about it. Peter talks about it. You're, you're uh, mentioning interpretation, uh, but you I mean, have a very specific interp. Yeah. The interpretation to you is clear, but it's an interpretation. And I, I'm saying there are other ways to interpret what God's wrath means. Uh, okay. And we're okay. not going to sell it now, yeah, right. but you're speaking as if like right. the Bible says, therefore, well, you're so you're you're doing the same thing. I, I don't know, but I, I said that's my opinion. All, all of a sudden, if if I say it, then it's yeah. Um, all yeah, right, just just keep going. <laughs> this hey, is a double no, standard. No, no, hey, no, hey no, Andy, it was Andy, my opinion. You got something there? <laughs> it's my opinion that that God. Go ahead, finish your yeah, thought. Yeah, just just interpret everything as my opinion. Then I don't need to say it's my opinion. Keep going, Scott. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> It's, really did it's, have something. It's talked about. It's it's talked about throughout the Bible that that God brings judgment upon sin, um, and He's given us warnings, and we can take them or you can not. You you can listen to it or not. And for your yeah. context, for clarification, judgment on sin equals destroying His enemies and His creation, or a, a, a large chunk of His creation. Yeah, that's a, that's what it describes. There also is a d- yeah. interpretation of God's wrath as being more passive, which is simply Him allowing the natural consequences of sin to run their course. He does that too. Yeah. yeah. See, Scott covers all the bases. No, because it's <laughs> it's there, but you can't take one of those um, and then and then just apply it to the rest because there there are times when it talks about God doing something directly. Um, we can't we can't ignore those. They have to be part of our interpretive milieu. What if we don't know what directly in your interpretation is? Well, so the sword, for then example, you consult Pat Robertson. <laughs> the sword coming out of of Jesus' mouth when he returns. Um, there's no you don't have to take that as a literal metal sword, but it acts that way, um, and it it could it could have. It probably has a dual meaning referring to the word of God, the sword, you know, the sword coming out of his mouth is the word of God. Um, but Jesus also says that people, that he's going to judge people based upon the words that he spoke. So having that, that double meaning of this, the words that I spoke is bringing this judgment. And then it's all, it's describing wiping, like wiping out the enemies of God. So I, I think it's a, a double meaning there. Old Testament. It's in Revelation. Well, yeah, both in the Gospels and in Revelation. Well, well, <laughs> I uh, got some business to take care of. <laughs> and Babylon, in Revelation, Babylon is destroyed um, at the apparent before Jesus comes back. Or no, actually, during the wrath of God, Babylon is destroyed. But if Babylon represents Rome, Rome wasn't destroyed in in 70 AD. Well, that's one thing. I would say empire 
destroying the way the world gets, the world takes care of business. Rome, destroying Rome continued for hundreds of I years. I understand. I'm saying big cosmically. So then it does apply to the to us today. That's what I already said. That's what, that's it, apply, that's it applies weird. to America, yeah. especially. It applies to right now Russia yeah. and re- Ukraine. And notice I didn't say the Ukraine. If you know <laughs> anything about anything and you say the Ukraine, sorry, you're out. I don't even know why. Well, yeah, people. Unfortunately, yeah. because we're on tight, the tightest of uh, timelines. Scott and I were about to, to solve it, uh, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, what, uh, thirty more seconds. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, that, that doesn't exist for uh, us. <laughs> I'm going to start off with what I'm consuming. Uh, I started watching the second season of The Chosen and watched the first episode in tears. They have done something incredible with telling the story of the gospels uh through that show i'm i'm floored and it really does it it does something um as my wife said i really didn't i don't think i completely understood it and seeing this adds something to that because there's it's true and it's my experience uh, I, I, have, thought I thought you're yeah, there you go it's Production, oh. produ- this production fail brought to you by Zach. <laughs> God, uh, I've heard that's good. I've heard that's good. It, I'm wary of like any production about Bible stuff because usually it's super cheesy and stupid. And and like when Christians tell me how much they love it, I instantly know to go the other direction. But from what I've seen and the clips I've seen, it looks like it's better than the yeah. average. Um, in my template. So I'm gonna. I plan on checking that out. It's exceptional. I've been reading. I'm starting to read the last week. And that's a Marcus Borg, John Dominic Crossin, Crossin, Crossin. I've mentioned they did a book before. Actually, I don't know which one came first. I had mentioned one of their books called Seven Years the, to Live. The First Christmas, what the Bible actually teaches about um, the nativity scene or mm. something like that. But this is about Jesus' final week going through Mark. They, they use Mark because Mark is the one that the other gospels are based off of besides John. Um and uh, it's I, I'm just cracking it open, but they they really dig into a lot of historical context, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I recommend it in this uh, Linton slash Easter season. Do they reference George Michael's last uh, last Christmas at all? I think they do in the first book. Yeah, it's a subject, and they they do pay homage to his bathroom scene that he tried to recreate some things happening when he got arrested but uh, George Michael wham or George Michael arrested development either way nice <laughs> illusion Michael illusion right. Scott oh, that's Andy. arrested development um Scotty well I don't I, who cares what I'm consuming I'm just I'm pre- we do I'm preparing not for the end times just preparing for just whatever economic collapse in general how does that look uh, try and get out of California. Oh yeah, and have a bunch of food and st- food stored away. But it's hard to fit it all in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> in your mobile home, yeah, <laughs> material things. You should sell it. But it could be a good idea to get as much food as you can right now. Prices are not going to f- go down anytime soon. I heard soon. Jim Baker's having a sale. Freeze dried is expensive. You might stick to canned. Dude, pastries. Dude, just go up to Mammoth and fish. You get plenty of food for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. Baker. <laughs> Do you have ice fishing? <laughs> Stupid. Sorry. 
It was a uh, deep cut. I finished Ozark last week. Woo, that, Woo! Last, that last wow. episode is so intense. Mm. Do you think that's the end for the series? No, it's not. It's not. They've already teased that there's part one. It says, yeah, it was season four, part Part one. one. There's a season four, part two. Mm, So he doesn't die? Oh my gosh. That last episode was, if you, it was a lot. I'm still emotionally recovering from it. Uh, Yep. That's the, that's the main thing that, that I'm doing, but I'm off the YouTubes. So for Lent, no YouTubes for Lent. And uh, so far, so good. Yeah. And you get a lot of work done. I'm getting more work done. Well, he's watching more Ozark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also figured out how to make my PlayStation 4 work through my computer up here. So oh, yeah. there's that piece too. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Let's get out of here. Hey, tell us what you think. Individuals at Bros Bibles Beer uh, on the socials, brosbiblesbeer at gmail.com. If you are interested in dating, dating opportunities, Scott at Bros Bibles Beer. Yep. As always. And yep. uh, as always, you could leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash BBB pod. There's a button on there that says message. Click that button. And if you know that you have That's- seven years left and times is coming in seven years, you might as well date and marry Scott and live the last seven years talking about the Bible. Whether yeah. you're a man or a woman. And yeah. how you're wrong. You'll be out before you get the seven year itch. No, that's wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm Scott Scooter Holbert. I approve this message. And I'm right. Hey, guys, grace to you. Unless you're John MacArthur. Oh, grace to you. Cheers. That was great. Sorry, John. (laughs) Sorry, John. (laughs) 